Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's not very often that we get a three-time Emmy Award winner on the program. Character and Smallman on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. Not only is Ned Coletti, the former Dodger GM, a three-time Emmy Award winner, but he is also now a member of the Chicago Sports Hall of Fame. And Ned with, is with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Mr. Coletti, it's always great to talk to you. How are you doing this morning? Hey, Randy, good. Good to be with you guys. Baseball time, almost here. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, the, we were so infuriated by the lockout. You've you've been in the business forever, so I'm sure you handled it better than we did. But overall, how did you handle the lockout? Well, I, um, I've i been through about seven or eight of them, I think, lockout strikes. And I think, the, uh, I think I always had great confidence it was going to happen. As soon as one side had something to lose, it was going to get close. And as soon as both sides had something to lose, it was going to get done, and that's what happened. You've got to be patient with it, you know. Every five years, you're going to have you're going to have a little bit of trouble, perhaps. You look back at the history of it from the first one on; they probably had strikes and lockouts every three or four years for about twenty some years. So, uh, relative peace with one in the last twenty seven or whatever it's been. Hey, Ned, I, I, one more thing on the lockout, because you have had so many dealings with Scott Boris over the years. And when they got to this competitive balance tax and they said that was the biggest thing, I said this is essentially a Scott Boris and Steve Cohen rule. Steve Cohen's going to flirt with the competitive balance tax if they get it up to 260, 265. And Scott Boris wants to have a place for Juan Soto to land. Did I oversimplify it there? Well, <laughs> Maybe with the Juan Soto piece, because Scott's got a lot more oars in the water than just Mr. Soto, who's a phenomenal player. But uh, I think that that certainly Scott's influence uh, was there. A number of people on the Major League Executive Board player side. uh, There was a lot of uh, of representation there. But it's interesting to see how the dynamics go and to sit somewhat on the outside and watch it and know who the people are who are the main players, so to speak, in it and seeing their chess moves one by one as being reported. You, you take them as accurate when they're reported. Uh, and it's interesting to see how the dynamic starts to walk in one direction or the other. And who thinks they have the leverage at different points by by stating, hey, we would we, we need this as part of it. You know, uh, this is very interesting back and forth. Fans don't care about that. They just want the game back and, and they got mm-hmm. that. 
That's right, Ned. Absolutely. And we love having you on to talk baseball, but one of the reasons we wanted to have you on is because there's been a lot of talk in St. Louis re- recently about a potential reunion between the Cardinals and Albert Pujols. And with you having eyes on him recently with the Dodgers, a lot of people in St. Louis are wondering how much Albert has left in the tank and if he could be a full-time DH for the Cardinals. So when you look at that potential reunion between Albert and the Cardinals, do you think it would be a good match for them? Uh, I think it's certainly worth strong consideration, uh, not not wanting to play the GM or the ownership of the St. Louis Cardinals or Albert. Um, you know, he was a great addition for the Dodgers. Uh, his his place in the game, uh, his place in life, and he had great leadership to him. I think you look at the reaction of players, and a lot of those players uh, play for the club last year were, were guys that I, I knew from drafting them or trading for them or signing them as free agents. And knowing them and seeing their reaction to him throughout the entire season, uh, you know that it was working. And he can still dial it up. I tell you what, there's certain pitching that he will just crush. And I'm not sure what happened over the wintertime, you know, if he's lost any of the best speed or any of that. But uh, there were there were certain matchups that it was it was as one-sided as it, was, as it probably was at any point in his career. Some guys are going to cause him trouble. Some of those guys cause everybody trouble. So uh, I think it's certainly worth worth doing it and seeing. With the DH, you know, you've you've opened up a whole new uh, position, whole new job uh, description, as it were, for somebody of, of his age and his caliber. Hey, Ned, if we put you back in the big chair as a GM, you mentioned his leadership. How important is that to bring in a guy that, that brought what he brought to that club? Well, I think it's it's really important, and I, and I think it's it's almost become as tough to find as twenty game winners, as legit forty home run guys, people like that. Um, you know, the game has has you know slowly gotten away from uh, a lot of leaders inside a room. And if you if you study leadership and stuff, you know that there could be as many as eighteen leaders, twenty leaders. In a, in a baseball clubhouse in different ways. Even young players can find a piece of leadership. But I think it's, I think it's important. I think every team is going to go through some ups and downs. And when you've got somebody that's been through a lot and you've got young players who you're counting on to, to perform, I think somebody like, like Albert can, can kind of settle the room down. It's my playing to them different situations. It's one thing for a GM to do it or a manager to do it or you know uh, anybody else to do it, talk, radio talk show people to do it. It's another thing for one of your peers to do it that people have respect for like that. And I think there is value to it. I, I don't think there's any doubt that, that, that if he can help one player get better, one player calm that player's mind down, it's worth it. It's already been worth it just with one. And I, I sense that with the Dodgers last year, there were multiple players that, that he helped get better. Even in, the, even in a moment in time, even in one at bat, that, that he had huge, huge impression. And I left huge impression. That's incredible insight, Ned. And Albert is sitting there at 679 home runs. He's on the precipice of one of the most hollowed milestones in baseball with 700. And I think about that moment in baseball, and that's going to be something that we remember forever. When we think about Albert Pujols as a player, we're always going to remember that 700th home run wherever it is. Is that enough for a front office to be interested in bringing him in to think about him reaching that milestone while wearing their laundry? Okay. Um. 
I think it's got some value, but it's like people would ask me in L.A., which was a, obviously a celebrity city and things like that. Hey, if, we, if, you, if you don't have a good team, but you got a couple stars, you're still going to be okay. And I would never buy that. You've got to have players who help you win. And is it a nice story to have them do it in St. Louis? Yes. But if it's, you know, if it's going to take two years in theory, you know, that's, that's not necessarily going to be a good story. So I think it depends on really where he's at in this game. Uh, it, it all lines up in, in a lot of beautiful ways, historic ways, and, and kind of ways that baseball is known for and tying its, its history together with its, the past with the present. But I think it all depends also on, on how much he can contribute. If he's at, at 698, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a different story. But, you know, he's going to have to have a decent season to reach it. So I think that, that that's really where you would start in your evaluation. Keep in the back of your mind, yeah, it'd be cool to bring him home. It'd be cool to have him do it here. But, you know, providing that he can he can help play and help the team play and win and that he's got the interest in doing it. Hey, Ned, one more thing for me, and this is uh, off the Albert topic, but it's about the philosophy of a GM because you had – Don Mattingly, when he was a first-time GM, Oliver Marmol is a first-time or first-time manager. Uh, you had Mattingly as a first-time manager. Is your approach different in building a team for a first-time manager? Because I'm sitting here saying the Cardinals should kind of build a, a foolproof bullpen for a rookie manager. Do you build a team any differently for a rookie manager than a veteran guy? That is a great question. I went from from Joe Torre, Hall of Fame manager, who'd managed for twenty some years to one of our coaches, Don Mattingly. And uh, just a, a short uh, view of Mattingly. You know, I, I'd had him as a coach for a couple of years, tremendously hardworking. And I had known that before I ever hired him. Joe wanted me to add him to the staff. I was honored to do so. But I had heard from a, an old Cub pitching coach, Billy Connors, who was a Yankee coach when Donnie was playing, Dave Rigetti, Giants pitching coach who I was tight with, who you know, would talk about Donnie too, before I ever asked. So I knew I was getting somebody really who was going to put everything they had into it and who was such a great, accomplished player. I don't think you can build your team around a manager's experience. I think you can build a staff around a manager's experience. And the manager needs to know we all have weaknesses, we all have strengths. And, and, and you bring up a good point about the bullpen. To me, that is the toughest transition for any new manager, especially somebody who hasn't done it before. To know when it's time to get somebody out of there and get somebody up and all that, that is probably the toughest thing for any manager, getting to know their personnel, but also the experience of the game and things like that. So I think it's, it's manager uh, because of experience or for whatever. It's possible and it's imperative to – to build a staff around that that particular manager. We managed in the Arizona Fall League before uh, getting the, the Dodgers job. And I had Rick Honeycutt, who you guys probably know well from mm-hmm. the, you know, days in the big leagues, uh, who had been our pitching coach years already. And so, you know, I, I brought them both together and I said, look, you know, you guys are going to have to lean on each other. And, and that's how we're going to do this. And you know, our bullpen guy, you know, whoever that was at the time, perhaps Kenny Howell, really great. Uh, you know, you guys rely on each other, communicate with each other, really fine-tune your thought process. This is how we're going to be successful. Because if you can't manage that pen, you're going to end up losing a handful of games. 
So Oliver Marmol will be in good shape with, with Mike Maddox. Ned Coletti, we know you're traveling today. We appreciate you taking some time and, and great insight on Albert and uh, the Cardinals and the Dodgers, as always. And as the season unfolds, I'm sure we'll visit again. Thank you. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Thank you to both. See you later. That is the great Ned Coletti, three-time Emmy Award winner, former GM of the Dodgers, and Michelle, a scout for the San Jose Sharks. You talk about an accomplished sports executive. Ned is at the top of the list. What a resume. Yeah. And what great insight he just gave us on Albert Pujols. Yeah, and that kind of changes my mind because Ned knows what he's doing. Yes. And what he said about having him in that clubhouse and if he can even impact one player and settle down one guy in that moment, it's worth it to have somebody like that. Not to mention all the other things that he would bring to the Cardinals from a financial standpoint, mm-hmm. from an exposure standpoint. Everybody would be talking about him making his return home. And there's a lot of a lot of tentacles here to this story. Well, and the other question that the Cardinals have to ask themselves, based upon what Ned told us. If Albert is the 26th guy on your roster, and he's your right-handed DH, how much can he benefit a left-handed DH like Nolan Gorman? Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.